Welcome back to One Cup at a Time podcast, a place for unfiltered, candid conversations about life, wellness, and spirituality. So grab a cup of tea, coffee, or whatever you prefer, and let's get started. Today, we're going to be talking about self-diagnosing with Ayurveda. My love for Ayurveda really evolved the first moment I began learning about it, to be honest with you. I know it sounds cliche, but it was really love at first sight, honestly. I remember being so intrigued by the word when I came across it. I was like, hmm, this instantly lit up my spirit. It was like a deep connection that I can't even explain it. But I know that at that moment, I knew that I needed to know everything about Ayurveda. It was like an instant, again, love at first sight. Um I was in the depth of my health journey when I discovered Ayurveda. Um, And I know that if you've been in in going through your own personal journey, navigating and, you know, going to back and forth between office visits, doctor, you know, visits and sitting in waiting rooms, trying to find out what is happening and all, you know, it can get overwhelming. It can get confusing, Um, you know, so my love as I started to develop my own personal journey to my own wellness, my love grew more and more every time I learned about Ayurveda and I started reaping the benefits of it and healing and learning from its wisdom. Just I personally couldn't believe it was so simple at first that that all these tools that we have that we're going to talk about can really make a difference. But you really, they, they really do. They're very powerful. And again, this is not an easy road, right? My own healing path has taken me down many wild terrains, right? It's taken time. You have to have patience. There's a lot of dedication to heal. Um, but it will, once it starts to unfold, you'll start seeing the transformation in ways that you never thought were even possible, It's very, it's an unbelievable, empowering experience. So for me, thanks to Ayurveda and the power of mother nature, of course, I see the world through new eyes. I was able to restore my health, my happiness, my well-being. And for that, I will always continue to grow and continue to Talk about Ayurveda and and the love that I have for Ayurveda. As each day passes, I'm healing, I'm reaping the benefits. It's a more profound love that I keep getting from it. And again, it's helped me return to the freedom of health, to feel fulfilled, um, have my purpose. So if this all makes sense to you, I hope that you're listening to this podcast with an open mind, right? Because you have to be open-minded to to believe that, you know, and I mean, not really open-minded, but our bodies do heal, right? And Ayurveda is very powerful, Um, but we're not used to talking about it, you know, because we're used to modern science where we want a quick fix. So um, we're going to talk about, again, but my first advice is to listen to this podcast with an open mind, heart, and full faith in your body and the innate power and the ability that your body has to heal, right? And surrender everything you think and you know about health and wellness so that you can actually tune in and listen, right? So we're going to start, we're going to start with self-diagnosing with Ayurveda. This is something that is one of the most powerful tools that we have because our bodies can really 
read the signs of what is happening inside of us so that we and give us those signs so that we can create so that we can be aware so that we can prevent any disease or symptoms to happen right for disease to start happening so these little signs that our bodies are going to start giving us that well our bodies are giving us and if we pay attention we can help prevent imbalances and disease as most of you know in ayurveda ayurveda is a holistic system of wellness it is origins it's from india but really truly it has universal applications and ayurveda is believed that we have three primary energies right? Which is vata, space and air, pitta, fire and water, and kapha, earth and water. The Ayurvedic theory of the doshas describes how bad habits, wrong diet, overworking our bodies, right? We all do that and may cause deficiencies um, that cause these doshas and excesses that cause these doshas to become imbalanced. Each of us have one predominant dosha or maybe more than one of these doshas, right, in our constitution. And then throughout life, because of the choices, stress, and we deviate from the constitution that we were born with. <laughs> and this is where that state of imbalance begins. Um, in this podcast, I'm going to talk about how we can read the signs of the body to determine the state of well, our state of well-being. <clears throat> so in this first area, I'm going to talk about the tongue. So if you're driving, don't do this. If you're home and you're in a safe space where you can grab a mirror or go in front of a mirror and stick your tongue out, let the tongue be relaxed, right? Don't get tense or anything and take notes of your tongue. Is your tongue short? Is your tongue long? What is the shape of your tongue? Is it swollen? Is it narrow? All this will give you information about what is happening, what is going on inside our bodies, especially in the digestive tract. The tongue is the end of the whole snake of the digestive system, the tract actually. So by reading the tongue, we can find out what is going on inside our digestive system. And then we can take measures to rectify those imbalances that are happening, happening with our digestion. So secondly, look at what color is the tongue? Is the tongue red? Is it more white in certain parts? Are there yellow parts? Are there parts that are darker, purple, or even black? right? Are these parts of the tongue? Are there are parts of the tongues that are cracked? This is really common. Is your tongue coated, right? Is, there, is the coating very thick? Can you remove the coating with a tongue scraper, which you should be doing daily? <laughs> if you've heard me talk or you've gone to one of my workshops, you know that tongue scraping is essential to your health and wellness. Um, each of these signs on the tongue tell us a lot of information about the state of the body. When we examine our tongue, we can begin to understand our individual doshas in our body. So now we're going to talk a little bit about the doshas. So vata dosha is like air and ether. It is very light, dry, and we could see the vata dosha in our tongues by the crack, the dividends in the tongue. So that vata in the tongue will indicate that there's dryness in our digestive tract and in our bodies. So a long crack along the tongue indicates a vata dosha in the body, especially, especially in the colon. 
So most people with a long crack in the tongue suffer from constipation, anxiety, headaches, and even sometimes like severe IBS. Most people who drink a lot of coffee will have this trait in their tongue. So if you're big, heavy coffee drinker, you're going to have this trait in your tongue because what's happening is since coffee is very bitter and the bitter taste will transmit a lot of dryness, especially to the colon. So the tongue that is very long and narrow will represent a vata in the body. Also, if you stick your tongue out and see like the, the tongue is trembling, you'll also see signs. That's also signs of vata dosha in the body. So if you see a lot of signs of vata dosha in your tongue, you want to use spices and herbs to balance that dosha. Now, I know that this now be like herbs and spices, and this is, it can sound a lot confusing. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to finish this podcast and we're just going to talk about self-diagnosing, but then I'm going to do a separate podcast that I'm going to go a little deeper into each dosha and how what herbs, what spices are recommended so that you can bring those doshas into balance. And that will be on a further podcast so that we can continue now on this. Pitta dosha is like fire. It is hot. It is intense. We will see pitta dosha accumulate in the body, especially if you have redness on the side of the tongue. And this is a sign that the energy of the liver, which is ruled you by the pitta dosha, we'll see that that pitta dosha accumulating in the body, especially if you have redness on the side of the tongue. This is a sign that the energy of the liver, which is ruled by pitta dosha, it's accumulating, right? This means the liver is getting hot. It's inflamed. When the energy of the liver is inflamed, you're going to experience irritability. You're going to experience hot flashes night sweats, and even early morning wakings and having trouble sleeping. So you're going to, if you start seeing that now you're noticing you have a very high pitta in your body accumulating. So if your tongue is very deep red or red on the sides, you will want to cool things down and decrease the pitta in the body. For example, and I'll give you one example. And again, like I said, we're not going to really go into this, but just by incorporating cilantro into your diet, cilantro is a very cooling herb that will immediately start to decrease that pitta in your body. So you will see now, well, again, we'll talk about that in another podcast. So you will see that the third dosha, which is kapha on the tongue area that might be, you're going to see that in the tongue area that might be swollen. So kapha dosha is like water and earth. It's heavy, hard to move. So if you see swelling in the tongue, you might see kapha aggravation in form of water retention, swelling, brain fog. In this case, well, again, we'll want to use herbs to balance that kapha. Um, something that's very important to look for in your tongue is coating. A very thick coating indicates ama, which is metabolic waste and toxins from your digestive tract. Um, This gunk, right, this toxin that is undigested can obstruct all that energy flow of the body. And it's really considered to be the root cause of many disease, ama. 
which is toxins in the body. You always want to take note if there are toxins, AMA accumulating in the body. So think the bigger the coating, the bigger the signs of AMA in the body. So be really cautious of that. Um, one way, this is just one simple because there are a lot of different ways um, that you can detox the body, but this is just one simple way that you can begin immediately is by drinking and sipping on hot water throughout the day. One way to do it is I personally like to drink hot water in the mornings to kind of, you know, wake up that digestive system. However, throughout the day is also important depending on how you're dealing with, you know, if you do have AMA accumulation, that way, if you're sipping on warm water throughout the day, this can start to stimulate the tongue and the digestive tract to help eliminate um, from the body, right? The tongue itself reflects every single organ in our body. Um, so the tip of the tongue is related to the energy of the heart. The side of the tongue is related to the gallbladder and the liver. The center relates to the stomach and the small intestines. And the back of the tongue relates to the large intestines. And the side of the back of the tongue relates to the energy of the kidneys. So our tongue is just like a map. It's like a roadmap that tells us what is going on with our internal organs that we can't see, right? That we need modern science to take a picture to find out what kind of, you know, to tell us what's happening and to get that kind of information that we can get with, um, by just dying, you know, by just reading our tongues, by understanding the signs that our tongue has for us that we can read um, to let our bodies know what is going on. So of course, an Ayurvedic doctor can really fully, you know, do a more intensive examination. I'm just trying to come up with words, but a more intensive examination that they can really go in in more depth and really understand. This is just a, a quick way to self-diagnose. If you are dealing, right, if you're, if you're having severe or more, you know, medical issues that you really don't know what's happening, again, you want to seek professional help. You want to speak to your personal doctor, you want to find out, you know, what is going on with your body and you want to go see your doctor. So then that you can take, then you can decide, right. If I want to go on a more natural approach or do I want to, or I have to go on a more modern medicine approach. So that's something that you would figure out on your own and with your own personal practitioner. Me personally, as a herbalist, I can recommend herbs and remedies. Um, but again, it's always best to seek medical advice for your personal doctor before you start any treatments or any new practices, or seek out an Ayurvedic doctor who can really give you a thorough examination of the tongue. And not only of the tongue, right? We're just talking about the tongue, but a full examination that can really help you determine what's wrong with you and how to get back to balance. So to recap, the tongue diagnosis. Red indicates pitta, cracking indicates vata, swelling indicates kapha. And ama is indicated by a white coating on the tongue, which you don't want to have that. <laughs> so make sure that um, you're tongue scraping and drinking that warm water. Now we're going to talk about the face. We can also see doshas accumulating in our faces. Um, the forehead 
relates to the large intestines and vata imbalances will be indicated by a large horizontal line or crack on the forehead. And this indicates what it does is a lot of it, it indicates a lot of anxiety, a lot of mental pressure in the nervous system. Um, by pitta being in balance is indicated by flushing or redness, um, some pinkness in the skin, and like even some reddish moles or swelling. Um, when you drink alcohol, um, automatically you're increasing your pitta dosha in the body. And because it's so inflammatory and heating, you're going to see this um, very common when you see someone with a chronic, who's a chronic drinker, they tend to have a red nose. And that's because that pitta, um, it's building up in the body and it's accumulating and that all that inflammation is heating up and is coming out. So you'll see that a lot with chronic drinkers. Now, kapha will be indicated by swelling and ama be indicated by acne, dull, pasty skin, because ama is where there's blockage in the flow. We don't want that ever, <laughs> right? That ama is blocking that flow. Your cheeks are related to our lungs. So a line right before the cheek ending in the nose can indicate a malabsorption. Blue lines in the cheek can indicate lung stress and stagnation in the, in the lung. Um, red cheeks indicate pitta, an increase of pitta. When you exercise, you can get an, simply just by exercising, you can get an increase of pitta flow. And you'll see that because your cheeks will start to get red, right? So you're like, why are my cheeks red? That pitta that's um, coming out and, and accumulating um, pimples on the cheek will show a weakness on the digestion because the cheeks will show that ama is affecting the lung area and some of the stuff and, and, you know, not only affecting it, but that stagnation that's happening in the lungs, the chin is represented represents the reproductive organs, the lower abdomen, especially in women, you'll notice, um, during that time of the month and the cycle that they, women tend to break out in the chin. And this is because the chin corresponds to our reproductive organ and hormones as well. A horizontal line across the chin indicates a low libido. Pimples or acne indicate ama in the lower abdomen, like the colon and the reproductive system. A vertical line on the chin indicates that vata in the prostate. So as always, you want to treat these conditions with herbs and spices that are going to alleviate the doshas and bring them back to balance. And I know this can be really confusing because there's so many different <laughs> um, components to everything that we've talked about and all the different doshas and what's my dosha and how do I even know my doshas? <laughs> so we're going to break all this down. Don't you worry. But I did really... I've had a lot of people ask me about the self-diagnosis because I've talked to a lot of people or they've come to workshops. And so they, I, I really wanted to get this um, information out, but I definitely will bring to make it more consumable, easy to understand um, because I know it's a lot of, even myself, again, this is a, a lot of knowledge that it's forever learning anyway. You're always going to constantly, you're never going to know everything with Ayurveda because it's a constant state of learning. So I'm going to talk a little bit about the body types, not really too much because I think already with the tools that I've given in this podcast is enough for the self-diagnosis. When we get into body types and um, 
characteristics. We're going to do that a whole other podcast as well, because that's going to be a whole podcast on its own. So <clears throat> someone who tends to have more dry skin, constipation, um, these people tend to have more vata dosha. Someone who is more vata dosha will get a great, will have to, it's like they're very enthusiastic people, but they can also be very anxious people. When someone has a lot of vata dosha, is and they're faced like with a really stressful situation, they're going to really manifest it in a way of a lot of anxiety. They're going to really, it, it's really, they're really hard on themselves, right? Now, someone with a pitta dosha is the opposite. <laughs> they tend to take the blame externally. Um, usually it's someone else's fault. It's not really, they never take blame for anything. And then these are in some cases, again, you, again, everyone has different levels of doshas in their body. So that's why I said, this is a whole other podcast that we're going to get into so that it doesn't even get confusing. So in this podcast, I highlighted the tongue, the face and the whole body a little bit. You can also, there's other ways you can also examine, self-examine, which is through your eyes. You can self-examine voice, urine, of course, nails, elimination, um, our skin. <clears throat> there are many tools that our body provides us that, that gives us so that we can pay attention and learn about the imbalances that our body and balances that we're our body is giving us signs that, hey, something's wrong, pay attention. <laughs> so a body who is balanced, that has deep restful sleep, regular elimination, well digestion, eventful menstruations for women, no cramping or bloating. This is a balanced body. <laughs> we want to bring our body to that balance. So remember, if you're considering Ayurveda, Please talk to your healthcare practitioner first to weigh the pros and cons, right? To discuss whether it's appropriate, safe for you. Ayurveda should never replace or delay any standard medical care. If you have any health concerns, consult your primary care health care provider first. I can't speak, but please do that because it's very important, again, to do that before you start any treatments. Um, there is a lifetime, like I said, a lifetime of knowledge that can be discussed about Ayurveda. It's just never ending. If you're looking to better understand your own personal doshas or believe that your health is being impacted <clears throat> by one of the doshas, reach out to me, please. To, to I will be here to help you and empower you forward to your journey to health and wellness, right? Um it's really important. There is no end goal or destination here. Of course, yes, there is. We want to be healthy, but it's an infinity path of learning and transformation and rising, right? Because you, when you, like I did, fell in love with Ayurveda, it's just a journey that I don't feel that will ever end. It's a never ending. It's a lifetime. So just by even just starting to introduce yourself to one new practice of Ayurveda a week, you're slowly integrating and building that foundation, that lifestyle that will help you heal, right? So I hope, <laughs> I really, really hope that this information was useful. I know it's a lot and it can be a lot of information, Um Please stay tuned for my next series of podcasts that will work through a lot of these different um, modalities and tools that we have that can help us heal. But of course, 
if you can reach out to me, I can personally help you as well. And I really wish you a wonderful journey into Ayurveda. Until next time. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. I would really appreciate it if you leave a review and subscribe to the podcast. Thank you.